This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I don't want just anybody. Let me choose you like somebody. Try to dive on a rock. It's forever when you stop Hey, lovers, welcome to episode four of the Big Love Energy podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Lou. Today, we are talking about fun. I know that sounds super light and airy and quite broad, but for me, fun and implementing it back into my life was the start of a huge change and shift in my mindset. And I, I really want to share that with you guys today and 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 get the conversation going because it can be so hard in today's day and age to give ourselves permission to have fun. But um, as we discuss in this week's episode, it is there's so many layers to fun and what it can do for you. So let's get talking about fun. Okay, hello. We are in the studio recording and I say we because it is myself and our lovely producer Kat once again um, from last week's episode. I quite enjoyed having a little friend on the side so we're here again and today's episode is all about finding fun. Um, So being solo on a mic in front of lots of people is not Yeah, it's not fun. (laughs) So I thought, um, yeah, we'd have Kat join us today so we can um, have a chat, banter along on a topic that might seem quite light, but for me, it's been such a turning point and so important. And I wanted to talk about it on the back end of last week's episode as a way to sort of implement some tools If you're going through a bit of a rut or trying to heal or find your way, um, fun is a good start and a lot of us lose our sense of fun um, and I'm not about that anymore. So um, thanks, Kat, for being here today. It's a pleasure. I've got nowhere else to be, love. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Where I want to be. Yay. (laughs) Fun time. um, Yeah, I I just think, yeah, fun is no joke. It's no joke. <laughs> We've been having some banter off air about how we're going to start this yeah. episode. And I think most people know now that there's a real goofy oh, side to you. <laughs> You're quite a goofball. Yes. And you've really prioritised fun and what it means to you to have fun. And I think based on a lot of the feedback that's been coming through from listeners Everyone is quite in awe with your story oh. and how you've turned it around. Excuse me. So this is not what you're here for. <laughs> what <are> you, <laughs> <laughs> you did not say you were going to say this. Well, I know. I'm talking off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about your, your fun non-negotiables or as you like to call it, finding the fun frequency. Oh, gosh. You're listening to 101.9 Jesse Jessie Lou. <laughs> On the fun hotline. <laughs> this, is, this is a thing now. Which I was saying to Kat off air that I was like I want people to find their fun frequency and she just looked at me like an absolute dweeb and we're going with it but that's I feel like yeah when we're talking about energy and big love energy the fun factor there's so much alliteration in this already by the Lux. um yeah the fun factor is so important um and yeah I just think that it's a serious talk that we have to have is about fun. So I just, for me, I was, I didn't realize, but I completely lost it. I think we're so conditioned, especially as mums, like all of a sudden you got to put your serious Sally pants on. And I just, you just get, you just, that becomes your norm. Mm-hmm. And then at some point um, you just got to go back to basics and like make these little tweaks. And I think becoming a mum, like your kids sort of provide that mirror and, you know, you, you finally get a chance or you snap it in this, you you like stop what you're doing and be silly with them for a bit. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like I remember that feeling or it brings you back to those feelings of when you're a kid and free. Um, And it's so lovely that our kids give us permission to do that. But I think we just need to give ourselves permission. Like we need to start just taking back that power um, and realizing that when power <laughs> comes from a place of fun there's no harm yeah. like it's it's a good thing to just not take yourself so seriously and um go back to those like little 
points in life where you're just like, it's like freeing. So yeah, today we're going to talk about prompts, fun prompts, because sometimes we need to be reminded like how, like it's going to be different for everyone, but um, I want to get the conversation started. What I've personally done and um, maybe set a few challenges for the listeners as well. Oh, it sounds good. Yes. So what do you do for fun? (laughs) (laughs) Keep it PG. No. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, kids. <laughs> Sorry, boyfriend. Um, I, I, um, for me, being you know pretty much caught up in work most of the time. Um, it's about in those moments, like dancing at my desk with like if I'm just not physically dancing at my <laughs> desk, but you know just incorporating music or putting on a tune and then at, in, in the moment just like you'll see me on my story it's like always just like singing into my pen or just you know in those moments like finding those little bits of time where you're just like you're uh, you're in a child's come coming out and being goofy and they say that that's so important and you know that you're on your healing journey when those little goofy bits come out and when you're in a safe intimate relationship and you can be that goofy self and you don't get shut down that's like such a green flag um so for me it's like being able to like give myself that permission as well like to be like you know what i this is who I am. Like I've always been this goofy girl, like just because I run a business now and I'm a mum doesn't mean I have to lose that. So for me, it's like those little moments matter. I also feel like, um, yeah, for me, one of the big things was going back to dance classes and I, um, you know, I'd done bits and pieces over the years and gone back to Latin dance and, um, you know, it definitely filled my cup, but um, yeah, in recent years, tried some a completely new style of dance, which was heels. And I don't know if any of you gals have tried that um, out there, but um, I know a few of you have seen my stories and gone, what is that? Mm. Um, because it is a bit risque and it's a little bit taboo, um, but it's just really empowering to um, tap into that femininity and just like let loose. And it's fun. Like it is so fun being a bit wild. Do you need to be a dancer? Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. No, it's there's there's like depending on where you go, but like generally like, yeah, there will always be like a beginner's class and like with zero. It's more about like it's not about hitting the dance moves, but it's like in terms of losing yourself in the music and and, and oozing into that confidence, um, you know, one or two classes you might sort of step at the back and just be like, I'm just going to be here. But it doesn't take long and you're just like become a new person and it doesn't matter if you're not getting the steps. Like you just, yeah, lose yourself in like the the feeling of just that exhilarating feeling of like, oh, my gosh, like the whole thing in terms of I'm trying something new, the music, it's like releasing all these amazing hormones and then um, just that sense of achievement that you're trying something new. Yeah. So it's like it ticks so many boxes and then, yeah, you get to – you know, go home and be like, feel yourself, not literally. <laughs> I touch myself. <laughs> but yeah, you just, yeah, you feel, yeah, it's very empowering. So do you, how often do you dance? How often do you go? Um, not as often as I'd like at the minute, but um, there was a point there. Um, yeah, I'd go once or twice a week. Um, but yeah, if I can get one a week, awesome. But yeah, at the moment I haven't been for a couple of months, sorry, girls. That heals my mission, but I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta go back, and they keep saying, "Come back." But <clears throat> that's your challenge, then. Yeah, this is my challenge. Dance more, and I say this all the time. I'm like, I and I know I can feel it when I'm getting yeah, like super stressed as a whole, just because of work, and then or anxiety sort of creeping in. I know I haven't given back to my fun self and I'll say I need to get some dance in like Mm. I need to and like it just really changes the tune and it's just like yeah it's it's a constant learning process because it's only an hour of your week it's a long week but for some reason everything sort of it gets pushed to the side amongst all the seriousness and busyness of life um so yeah it's just like prioritizing fun really so so for those that aren't into dance yes. or might be like a little bit too nervous to try something like that straight yep. away what are some other things that you do that you found have like give you back your fun spark yeah i i um maybe two three years ago started going back to team sport in the way of basketball not 
regularly or for a team, but just like, you know, friends would be like, oh, I play on a team. Do you want to fill in? And at first I was like, oh my goodness, like it's been a long time. Um, but started saying yes. And then it's like a completely different kind of fitness to what I'm used to, but just putting yourself in a new situation where you're like meet new people and um, meet all types of like, it's like, it can be quite aggressive team sport in, in a way, like you just put yourself in a situation. And I think those new experiences and how you deal with them now as your adult self like that's something that I I hadn't personally been like it's you like sort of it gives you a chance to self-reflect because you're like okay I've realized that I like to stand out of conflict if there's (laughs) something arises or or I'm a real like go-getter and so like yeah doing team sport and and it's not only good for like getting those endorphins going and fitness but just like yeah it's a chance to self-reflect and be in that team environment which as adults we don't really get a chance to do I think that's Mm. why team training and and those sort of um gyms where you train with a group of people and do a circuit is so popular because you do you feel you get a chance to see where you sit and like bounce off each other like bounce off other people um so yeah doing team sports in a dance class or anything like that that's the same deal like yeah yeah, I feel we don't you we get so used to just staying in our own lane sometimes speaking personally like I quite the hermit most of the time so yeah just putting yourself out there especially if you've gone out on your own and going through a transitional time Yeah. yeah branching out and trying something new can be how did um so I didn't realize you were playing team basketball. That's yeah, cool. How, yeah. how did that? Is that a friend that has reached out to you and asked you to join? Yeah. So at the time, there's been a couple of times, but yeah, just friends, um, girlfriends who play it weekly, and then um, yeah, Kayla, one of the girls who I was working with, she she was like, oh, you know, want to come play? And then yeah, so there's been numerous times where I'm just like going, yep, like completely thrown in the deep end. So good. Yeah. yeah I just reckon saying there'd yes. be so many listeners, so many women out there that would have grown up playing team sport that had the best time and probably have the best memories and likely are still friends with those they played with today that haven't played or done anything like that in years and years for work, kids, whatever reason. I think that's such good advice. Uh, Honestly, and why not? Like, and even if it's, you know, not presented to you the way it was to me, like, I probably would have seeked it out eventually. I was lucky that it sort of fell in my lap. But, yeah, I think if you're listening and you grew up like playing touch footy Mm. or netball or, I don't know, table tennis, (laughs) (laughs) go and seek out. There's so much out there. Like there's so – like if if you did it as a kid, it will still be out there and go seek it out and and dip your toe into the the wild – world of team sports I have a question for you okay. <laughs> you haven't touched on you're a pretty good golfer oh I've seen you swinging that club back on your Instagram <laughs> I live stories. on a golf course so it's, I get the advantage but yeah no I love um so yeah again I never used to play golf but um living on a golf course and one of my best mates is a pro golfer and a coach so that helps um, that, that helps. definitely helps and we started he like got all our girlfriends like his wife is one of my best girlfriends and like why don't we start this ladies you know training day like one one hour lesson a week grab the girls together and it's just there's nothing quite like it in terms of like it's so exhilarating to just like block out that time again haven't been in months I'm so sorry Loic and the girls but like life's been busy but in that time when I was going through that quite a heavy transition it was really important for my anxiety and for my like to build that strength to do these things yeah now I'm in a better place it's like okay I can yeah I can put it to the side a bit and I know that I'll be able to pick up where I left off and I'm good but in those times when you're feeling lost and you're feeling heavy it's really important it's Mm. like I know I'm having a joke but for me it was the turning point because in those little moments of like amongst all the, the the heavy, like finding those little pockets of your inner child and your light, it reminds you of the path that you originally were set on and it brings you back home. So, yeah. yeah. So for me, going to the weekly dance class, the weekly golf lesson with the girls and just swinging a very, you know, <laughs> 
don't know what you're going to say here. Swinging what? <laughs> I was going to say a very heavy stick. But <laughs> Again, don't know how I'm going with Can this. play golf, but don't. we don't know the terminology. <laughs> Those sticky things at a golf ball. Um that's how professional I am but yeah I yeah is very can be very um therapeutic as well but just yeah, the whole act going out and also golf is out on the green and there's something about being out in nature focusing on a skill that you've just picked up and and doing it with you know even if you if I was like I would go out there and hit 100 balls on my own mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah find the time to do that because even for me like amongst everything that was going on I knew how important it was like I I treated it like and it was like a a doctor's appointment because I knew it was just as important yeah do you think if we treated fun then like a doctor's appointment that's a good analogy actually if Mm. we prioritized and treated fun with Mm. the respect I guess yeah that it deserves yeah it would probably be life-changing, right? Absolutely. I feel the same way about fitness. Like when I went through my transformation and I like lost myself health-wise and mm-hmm. was at my absolute heaviest uh, post-Raffi and just it wasn't even about the weight. It was just the fact that I was waking up each morning knowing I was at 50%. I didn't have the energy. I, was, I wasn't sleeping because I was like put, prioritizing everyone else, kids, work, like literally sleeping like two hours a week, uh, no, two hours a night, um, going to bed like at, you know, 4 a.m., getting up at 6. And then I got to this point about when, yeah, Rafi was a year old and I was just ugh, like a wreck and I made a promise to myself. I woke up one morning and went and it was leading up to Christmas and I said I just – I'm not even going to wait for the New Year's resolutions. I'm literally going tomorrow. Uh, an F45 gym had opened up down the road and I was like, I'm going to treat it like a, a daily work meeting. Like I take work so seriously. Why don't I take my health seriously? So Such a good point. I booked it in and I it was hard. It was because like the only time I could fit it in around the kids was at 4.45 in the morning and it was hard waking up every morning and before everyone else got up when you didn't feel like it and you weren't used to training, but what's harder is living at 50%. Oh, so true. What's harder is living knowing that you're not, you're living to your full potential. So for me, I was like, I got to choose my heart here and the, it, the heart eventually becomes your norm and it becomes easy and I've not stopped. It's like that was, yeah, Rafi's seven now. So I've always treated since that day my health has been a priority just like it is with a job or work or anything like that um and and now fun you know is for me like when you're going through that that period I think you do have to to put it up there and and because it's fun in inverted commas people were like oh I can't no like I'm too busy like that's not important it is so Mm. important so yeah That's where I stand on that. Good advice. Really good advice. I hope so. (laughs) So let's talk about some prompts then. Yeah. To have fun because you have come prepared. Yeah, I've got a list. I know. Normally I'm just (laughs) like. you go. (laughs) So walk us through your favourite prompts. The serious Sally in me. I want, uh, for me, I love a good girls trip. I never had many up until I went out on my own. I just decided that the boys do it. And they have lots of fun. So (laughs) I was like, I want to do that. Um, And, yeah, just, yeah, setting aside a weekend with your best girlfriends. You have the best time. Like, honestly, it doesn't have to be on a – you don't have to catch a plane or anything like that. Even if it's, like, just a staycation. Like, yeah, just no chores. Like, you stay at a hotel. You don't have to wash that mug. Like, you're just like, I'm – Walking away from that responsibility is so so simple, but um, yeah, it makes for a good time. It it leaves that, you know, when life's so busy, it leaves you a chance to have those little moments where you're like, oh, actually it's quite, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fun girl and I've just lost her. So I think a yearly girl's trip, book it in. Yeah. That's good advice. Or biannually, like maybe a couple. Do it. Four. One a season. <laughs> One a season. I like that. Um, yeah, we touched on it before, but learning a skill 
no matter how good or bad you are learning to laugh at yourself. So yeah, when you're taking up this, like if you're looking for a hobby or going back to something that you thought you were really good at, you're like, oh, I was an amazing basketballer. And then all of a sudden you're like (laughs) heaving on the (laughs) sideline. That's all part of it. Like don't be deterred because highly likely you're going to be crap. (laughs) What you were once good at. Um, But it's just about going, you know what, like maybe I'll, yeah, get better as time goes on or at least I gave it a go. It's like let's not take ourselves too seriously here. That's all part of it. Um, Yeah, fitness, joining a gym or a teen sport or a dance class. Come to Heels with me, ladies. That'll be fun. Um, Weekly games or trivia night. Oh, I love that. I don't – I've got this on my list but I've not incorporated this. But I feel like trivia is a jam, is – like our jam too. Definitely. Definitely with your oh, pop culture knowledge. I think we would win. We'd have to go to a pop culture night though. Nothing <laughs> yeah. about like history Geography. or yeah. <laughs> we'd need a pop culture only. Yeah. Trivia night. If anyone knows one, hit Jesse up. That's your that's your homework. <laughs> okay, that's my yep. homework. Yep. All right, deal. Yes. Um for some it might be binge watching a TV show or and just vegging out. Because I know that some people just do this because it's they love it but for some people it's like they almost are like oh if I'm doing that I'm just wasting time or whatever it's like no it's can be fun if that's your fun if it's as simple as like give yourself permission to be like I'm just I really want to watch this show and it might be mind-numbing but that's the whole thing is just like going to that place where like it might remind you of so like you just never know like you just gotta I don't know what I'm trying to say about having a sleepover with like your old school friends, oh my gosh, and watching your favorite movies from yesteryear. I sound yeah. like I'm fifty, don't I? Yeah, yes. But like, I would love nothing more than to sit and watch like Romeo and Michelle, mm. Scream, like actually, all those old I think, school. I think my girlfriends and I actually talked about doing this when I was going through That'd my split, fun. and we actually went to the point of ordering matching cheetah print pajamas in reference to Glennon Doyle's Untamed. Oh. You should pick that back up again. Yeah. And do it. And we never got around to it because, like, I'd moved into my little villa and it was like all the girls were like, we'll come to yours. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll leave our husbands behind. We'll come to yours and we'll wear matchy pajamas and we'll watch all these movies we loved. We never got around to it. But at the time it was like the idea of it was like this is a vibe. I can, I can actually get through this time. Yeah. Like I got my girls and we've got our matching PJs and we still wear them like they'll see like we'll be FaceTiming or whatever and they're like, oh, you're wearing your cheetah PJs and it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's cute. But, um, yeah, it's – So I think, TV is yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, TV, popcorn, the whole jam. Um, hanging out with yourself. I am mm. the queen of this. I love – going and sitting by myself and having lunch like inviting no one just sitting by myself and I was I got really good at it in that period um when I when I'd lost um Ben and was just dancing and was just going through that you know choosing to just keep going I would finish working in the valley I was dancing at family nightclub I don't know if any of Brisbane Brisbane nights know family nightclub but working there till like day like the till the sun would rise and then I'd go home I'd lived in the valley I'd have a little little power nap and then I'd still get up at a decent time like 10 o'clock would go and um to Chinatown and I'd get a massage every week and I would go and eat for like for like the Vietnamese soup which is my favorite dish of all time and I would do it on my own and like I'd have friends that would go oh I'll come join you I'd be like no it's okay I'm good (laughs) like I just would like I'd catch up with them throughout the week but for me it was just that me time and just sitting with yourself and getting comfortable with your own company because at the end of the day if you can be um happy and at peace on your own doesn't matter what factors or who comes in and out, you got to be rock solid with yourself. And that's a little, um, yeah, a little superpower. I've, I, I like, love that. I like to say that I've, out of the hard times, like it's something that I've turned into a little bit of a superpower. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just to sort of, you know, go to the movies by yourself and not care what anyone thinks and just sit there and be like, not have to fill in those spaces. Um, just it in with your own goodness yeah yeah take, take yourself out for dinner yeah have a wine yeah remember when a few months ago 
like, and this is just where the media can just sometimes be awful. Remember when Lisa Wilkinson was snapped having dinner and a yeah, wine on her I own? Yeah, yeah. And reading a book and oh, it was like, dream. poor Lisa, she's by herself. <laughs> and like women everywhere were like, poor Lisa, yeah. are you kidding me? I would kill for a night like that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's so much power in just sitting and, and people watching, even like yeah. going to a restaurant and like sitting there and, yeah, I remember when I used to do this and like because I'd go to the even like to the main strip of the valley even after all this at a night time and go out on my own, not to pick up, not to, and people just assume, oh, a single young girl out in the town, she's out to pick and people would literally come, I'd go and watch live bands at the press club and just because like at the time just music just was my healing tool. So I'd stand there and watch these bands and like I'd have guys come up and be like, can I dance with you? And I'd be like, you can dance next to me, but not with me. And it probably sounded really bitchy. But for me, it was just like having that boundary that I had obviously obtained through my hurt that I was just like, I'm more than happy for everyone to have their own fun. But like, this is a solo, solo time for me. Um, and yeah, there's so much power in that. So I just, I think if you're not usually inclined to sort of, do that then give it a go and tell me how you go yeah because I think um yeah there's so much beauty in just sitting in your own peace yeah love that yeah um what have I got here yeah spontaneous weekends away in a city you've never been before like this the the key word being spontaneous because Mm -hmm. I think and I want to say like (laughs) we live in a world these days where like you try and catch up with friends and you're like, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, busy. What are you doing in this date? And it's like, oh, no, got, you know, Sally's training camp that weekend. Can't do that. I've got this birthday, that. And before you know it, like everyone's diaries just don't match up and like literally the next time you can actually catch up is like in 19 months' time and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's all too hard. And it just, it takes the fun out of it, I feel. So true. Yeah. So disheartening. Yeah. And I feel like for like major events and everything, it's like, it's a different story. But if it's just for like a catch up, I want to bring back the spontaneous, like, what are you doing right now? Like I've yes. just got home from grocery shopping on a Saturday afternoon. I'm going to flick open a bottle of wine. What are the chances that yes. you are too? Like you, let's combine forces and like picking up. And just joining and then those are when the best times happen because it's so unexpected. So for me, like spontaneity and fun go hand in hand. So bring back the spontaneity and, yeah, even like a buy like – remember when you were a kid and like the most exciting thing that you would hear someone do would be like they'd go on a mystery flight. Oh, yes. (laughs) Can we bring that back? (laughs) Do they do them still? I I assume so. Well, not in the last couple of years. No one was flying anywhere. (laughs) But I feel like mystery flights, like I would love to do that at this point in time. Yes, wouldn't that be fun? Because that was, correct me if I'm wrong, was it you leave on the first flight out and you return home on the last flight? Exactly. And you just go spend the day wherever. Got to look into that. Yeah, it's a vibe. Um, And if not that, if planes aren't your thing, like a staycay, like I said before, going and just utilising the amenities of the local hotels. (laughs) And most of them have great local deals. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so fuss free. And if you've got kids, even better, because then they get to, yeah, Yeah. go in the lush pools and yeah, just like it doesn't have to be complicated. So fun, simple fun. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. also, I wanted to touch on, I think, when we talk about the F word, fun, which we've said about one million times this episode. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. <laughs> fun frequency. Um, I, for me, we call it fun, but I th- actually deep down think it's just confidence um, because I think when I started allowing fun back into my life, it was at a time where I was like, Prior to that, I didn't have the confidence. I didn't think I was in a position. I didn't feel like I was worthy of fun because of conditioning of just my place in the world at the time. Um, So I think the beauty of it is, is like the more you allow yourself to, let's label it fun, is you allowing yourself to love in yourself, to give yourself confidence, to give yourself um, a chance to work on that self-worth, to be like, I don't 
need to validate my time on this earth by being busy all the time or being someone's mum or being caught up in the ins and outs. Like I can just be my fun old self and I'm amazing to it's it I'm allowed to be here and and show up in this way so for me like allowing all those little times and and going and signing up to the dance class and and saying yes to the things that I'd normally be like oh no I'm too too important and serious for that it was the was it went hand in hand with the time I had the confidence like I was building my confidence building my strength so it's no like I said at the start no joke it's it's part of a bigger piece of the puzzle, I feel. So, man, that was really is that dopra? Really dopra. <laughs> that was profound, like really profound. Because I had a, like a weird light bulb moment when you were talking, mm-hmm. like right at the start, where you said it was inexplicably, like inexplicably, sorry, linked with your confidence. Mm. Why, especially women, do we always or have been taught to only? be allowed to have fun as a reward for mm. going through that brownie, pain or working hard or whatever the it is. brownie point system kills me yeah 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 it's that yep. whole like i don't deserve fun because i haven't worked hard enough mm. so therefore i can't have any fun yeah. incorrect incorrect wrong way around incorrect. yeah no i think and if you're if you've not there yet with your confidence and you're like well i'm doomed because i'm never going to have the confidence to like reverse engineer it mm. and when you start having fun and putting yourself in situations, even if your confidence isn't there yet, I assure you, when you start realizing that you're in those situations and and everyone's happy for you to be having a fun time and you're having a laugh and not taking yourself so seriously, the confidence comes. So either way you go about it, like just start the process. Mm. And that's why we're having this chat today. It's such a good chat. And I think it's, it's, even better that it's coming from you because it really does start with the individual. Mm. And I think, you know, you've proven that it is hard to make that first step, mm. but you've just got to find the things that do yeah. make your heart light up. Yep. Yep. And believe it or not, you, you might try a few things that aren't great, yeah. but you will find that thing and it does make you light up. Yeah. And it could be something as simple as, binge watching your favorite tv show whatever you said before like i i think yeah it's very important i'm really glad that you you chose this episode today oh no it's gonna wake a lot of people up in a well i i I just want to make like i just you know in the last episode i talked about when i was going through that really um lost time after working a corporate job and giving away my art for so long so for me my fun like finding that peace was in art but essentially it's going to be something for everyone so what's that one thing that you did that you let go of for whatever reason as a kid that you just haven't touched on for a while like go back there just investigate and see what comes of it because it could change your life it changed mine so I want I want that conversation to be open to the women and I I, just, I was just like how am I going to implement some the first step in someone's journey that's, that might be listening and going, okay, I've heard her story. Like, where do I go to from here? Um, it doesn't have to be as daunting as going to therapy or breaking up with someone or yeah. changing your life. It's like coming back home to yourself. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Dopra. <laughs> some Dopra. Some Dopra <laughs> laydowns. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> Well, it's true. I'm like nodding my head furiously. I'm almost headbutting the microphone because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I feel like standing yes, up queen. and cheering. You get um, a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we get into some love letters? Love letters. I put up a question box last night and, yeah, it was interesting. Like it's – you guys are cute. <laughs> with your with your questions, but we've gone through and and um selected a few. We can't obviously answer them all, but um just definitely going to try and answer a couple that we think might blanket answer the the common theme of most of the questions. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm going to read them out to you. Yes, please. Okay. First question: Can we please have some tips for getting out of a fitness slump? Oh, asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to oh, whoever wrote this. Me in. too. At the minute, like I'm, yeah, you go in and out. Definitely, I think 
Um, it's first of all, don't be so hard on yourself. Life is hectic at the minute and um, you got to go with the seasons. For me, like I try and keep tabs on all the little little um, the pie charts of my life. Like quite often it'll be like mum life and business and friendships and relationships and fitness and nutrition and like just have all the – like you'll have all the – the plate spinning um and sometimes depending on the season of your life and what needs focus you'll just shift like you cannot literally have it all going and anyone that says that they do is having you on or they're super woman or man or they have a lot of help yeah or they have a lot of help and I think it's so easy for us to compare to each other and go oh they've got everything going on but for for the most part, like it's not like you completely let go of that part of your life. From, well, from my experience, I like to have the plate spinning because they sort of have to. They make up my life um, and without, you know, individual components, I could really lose my path. So I have to – I know for me it's really important to have my fit, health and fitness, you know, part of the pie chart <laughs> going um and then but yeah obviously mum life kids business relationships I will try and keep it all going but I know that there's going to be times where the gears shift and my business needs more focus because that's my livelihood there's going to be times where my relationships and my kids and like myself my relationship with myself needs more focus I need to do the inner work so yes it goes hand in hand that the business, if that thrives and my health and fitness thrive, then my that it all they all go hand in hand. But what I'm saying is like if you're going through a slump in a particular time, it's probably because something else in your life needs attention and not to be so hard on yourself. Um, allow yourself the time because with time and the more you focus on whatever needs attention, it'll bring you back to that other part that you go, okay, it's time that I, you know, I've got that bit sorted. Um, and it's and it's good and it's like I'm happy with where it's at. I'm gonna give a little bit more energy to this part of my life and and the more you sort of like do that dance in between all these elements of your life, it becomes easier and you grow because you've little by little, day by day, given attention to you know, it might not even be day by day, it might be month or season by season, month by month, but you'll keep coming back to those bits, I feel, and grow like that's you're never gonna just evenly grow in all factors and all compartments of your life at all the time like there's going to be seasons where you can actually go no I really want to focus and be better at this and give yourself full permission to do that but don't be hard on yourself that because all of a sudden fitness is the you know the one thing that you're like I really want to go well at this don't don't be hard on yourself that you haven't caught up with friends for a while or, or certain friends and you haven't been that person that's fully there for them because you've got to you've put yourself first for a little bit like it just is a, it's a it's a fine dance but um I think if you can get it right that's where you you find your rhythm mm-hmm. um so if you're in a fitness slump to get back to the question I went on a tangent there but uh is setting it's like those little routines setting the alarm clock um getting your getting your fitness active wear clothes ready the day before making it fun in the way that I like that outfit that makes me go harder like little things like that it sounds lame but they actually work um uh dialing in on you know your nutrition as simple as like drinking more water like being more organized so that you are drinking more water and you're doing little rituals in the morning that might just be rituals because they're ticking a box but ticking that box makes when you do all those things you go well I've done gone that far I may as well go do the health I may as well go do the fitness session because otherwise all that stuff goes to waste it all goes hand in hand so I quite often find that if you do those little things they're going to push you to do the harder things because without without those little things you like you'll just go oh I just don't want to do any of it at all like I haven't done that so I may as well not do that um so I think it's just like getting a little bit organized nothing crazy but writing a little list even if it's in the reminder notes of your phone um starting like a little visual diary and this is one of the things I did when I originally 
went on my health kick all those years ago was I started taking a visual diary. Not I'm not talking like a vision board of like other people or um, like a Pinterest board. It was like of my life and I called it um, transformation in my phone. It was like a hidden album and it was all the, it was like a visual diary for myself and it was like, you know, all those little selfies after the gym where you're like, not for anyone else, for me to be like, ah, oh, like you, you look different or you look like, oh, look how hard you've gone and look at that meal you've eaten and like, like those little transformation steps, like all pieced together. Like before you know it, that little checkerboard of images in your phone, you're like, look at all these things I'm doing to make myself better. And it pushes you along like, I'm such a visual person so for me it really helped me and I did have a vision board and all that of like things that I wanted to like aesthetically was like oh you know that would be nice but for me it was more about my journey and I could only compare myself to what I'd been and um, yeah having that little visual diary in my phone and to keep updating was like the little push that I needed to be like I'm gonna go hard today because I know that like when I add it to that album I'm gonna be like oh my gosh like you yeah, you're going good. That's so, a cool tip. Yeah. So you were like your own motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Showing up for myself yeah. big time. Yeah. Um, I didn't and, even know you could have a private album in your phone. Yeah, I've got a couple. Well. <laughs> Do you? No. Another episode. <laughs> no, you can hide. <laughs> you can hide photos. I did not um, know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just in case, okay. you know. Oh, well, that was a that was a great answer. Yeah to a really good question because it is so it's not an easy answer because it is hard to get out of a slump yeah one thing that that you said mm. about the plate spinning Mm. reminded me of have you heard about the glass balls versus the plastic balls theory no do you tell well it's really similar to your plates and how they were all spinning and I think other people sometimes refer to it as the hot plates on a stove yeah but and I think it was this author, I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote oh Eat, gosh, Love, Pray love and Big Magic. Mm-hmm. She coined the term glass balls versus plastic balls. Mm-hmm. And basically she was asked a question in a press conference or something one day, how do you do it all? You're this world-famous author, you're on a book tour, you've got kids, you know, your schedule must be crazy, yet you're fit and you're healthy and you do all the things. She said, well... I've got a lot of balls in the air and mm. I only drop the ones that are plastic. Oh, wow. I yes. keep the glass Love ones that. in the air. And she said, the glass and the plastic balls, though, they're interchangeable. Yeah, right. So I might have three in the air, one's fitness, one's my kids, one's yep. my business, and then my plastic ones might be my team sport, my friends, yep. the housekeeping, et cetera, et cetera. She said, other times they're interchangeable, right? Because sometimes it might be okay that I don't pick up my daughter from school. I might get someone to help me do that. But you better believe that I'm not missing my daughter's musical recital. Yeah. Yeah. So she explained it. And like for me, hearing the glass balls versus plastic balls theory, I was like, that's a brilliant way of visualizing what is important to you at that time. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the interchangeable part as Mm -hmm. well. It's like... You're going to have seasons where like that's a non-negotiable and that's yeah. fine. But yeah, just also be flex. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. exactly to yeah. your point, like you have already been living that way. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I just thought I'd throw that I in I love there. that analogy. I love, I love Elizabeth Gilbert. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Love mm. her. Love that book. If you haven't read Big Magic. Mm. Get into it. Get into it. All right. Next love letter. Hey, Jessie Lou, mm-hmm. I would love some mum of boys tips and tricks. <laughs> That's, oh, my boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any tips and tricks. Um, and I don't know if I'd be any different if I had a daughter. I think I think I obviously lead with love. And then for me, it's like, yeah, I probably – I dress like a boy these days. <laughs> what did Rafi call your outfit today? I'm a girly Eshe. <laughs> <laughs> 
um not today yeah he's not with me today but he yeah in like he he he's he's hilarious he will always comment on what I'm wearing he's a very aesthetic kid and he loves his fashion so he always he like from an early age like when he from when he could talk I still joke about it now if, if I put my hair up he's like no hair up he doesn't like me with my hair up I'm like you're very controlling. <laughs> he just, but he's like, no, I just like, he likes my hair down. So he always has input on my outfits and tells me what shoes, like which dunks go with which pants and it's hilarious. But yeah, so for me, yeah, I think, um, I, yeah, I, lo- I love being a boy mum, and I think, you know, I I grew up with two older brothers. So I think, um, leaning into that, like having that advantage, like I was always a sporty girl growing up and um, can hold my own with banter and you got to have a little bit of a thick skin. But in saying that, boys, I like I can't speak from experience not having a daughter, but like I feel like boys are a bit more of the soppier ones out of the two. Like my boys, I'm very lucky of, of both so emotionally intelligent and we can we talk about anything and everything where super transparent and I think that that for me that's only just happened since we went out on our own like I felt like I really needed to do that in order to you know I don't I you know it's a really sad thought I had when I went through my my split was like I'm gonna miss out on 50% of their lives (laughs) um which is you know like it's just part of life it's it is what it is and so for me I made this promise to myself that when I am with them you know, aside from obviously work being super important, paying the bills and whatnot, like I'm going to do as much as I can when I don't have them so that when I do have them, it's like I can be there for them emotionally and like fun mum and like do all the things, like show up for them and um, go on adventures. And, you know, like you get, I get little, Rafi writes me cards and says, thank you for all the fun things we do. And I think, yeah, leaning on today's episode, like I try you know be their parent but have fun with them and get on their level and because they're two very different levels with the age gap that they are Jace being 15 Rafferty seven I like having that one on time one-on-one time with Jace and Raffi and it sort of happens sort of um coincidentally just with their timetables and stuff when I have that opportunity to be with Jess Raff we do the things that he loves we chat about the things that he loves and then with Jace you know, he's a teenage boy, so it's a little bit different. He doesn't really want to talk shop with his mum, but we do to an extent. With I, I feel like I'm pretty lucky. We've worked on it so much, and we, we, I try and be an open book with him probably more than he likes, and then and then it allows that freedom, like to just be open and and talk about our interests and and talk about fitness and like rugby and like just be genuinely interested in what is happening in their lives and I genuinely am so um yeah but still having that you know I still want to I still try and remind them that like I've learned a lot in my time and that I'm always going to have my say I'm probably a bit of a pushover more than more than I thought that I would ever be but only because I think I had such a strict upbringing um you sort of do the opposite um and there's times where I'm like what have I done wrong like I'm too much of a pushover and and the hormones are raging but at the end of the day I think we do okay and I just I think it yeah it just comes down to just you know boys are just such they're quite simple creatures that they they just want to be they want to be loved and but they want that space to to grow and they want you know um especially I find with with my eldest is just like give him that space like there's a there's a fine balance and and yeah just be really wary like read read the room (laughs) I think um and yeah I'm just not not too hard on him as well like they're going through so much um and and especially with the time like that like I, I'm like during this whole COVID period like sports events being cancelled I just couldn't imagine like going through that already with the pressure of high school and all the you know things that come with that like having to go through such yeah a uncertain time like I I was so happy that this year when things started turning around that I was just like you know what they're never going to get this time again I'm going to try and support them through this and make sure that I do just support them yeah and then and just try and have those fun moments with them and and just and teach them lovingly through showing and showing up 
Um, and it just sort yeah, it, it's not all like, trust me, we have our moments and the boys have their moments within themselves. Like one antagonizes the other. And, um, for me, it's like, I just bring it back to center when that happens and be like, Hey, come on now. Like everyone get along. <laughs> Kimmy, look at me. Yeah. look at me. <laughs> just be nice to each other, please. Like, yeah. So I think, um, it's hard. It is hard, but, um, yeah, boys keep it simple and just be there and give love and show up and dress as Shay every now and again and see what they say. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words. A pair of Nike dunks don't hurt either. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm a cool mum. Not a regular mum. Not a regular mum. I'm a cool mum. I'm a cool mum. <laughs> okay. Next question. Next love letter, I should say. Yes. Advice for someone who feels unhappy in their relationship. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'd be quite common. Um, for yeah, oh, it's a it's a big it's question. Quite, it's almost in a whole episode. It's that, broad that question. Yeah, but to sort of put it into uh, one little answer for for this little segment, I think um, happiness starts from within. And if you're unhappy within the relationship for whatever reason, if you feel you're not getting you know, your love cup filled from that person, I would, I, I would just, and I have, can speak from experience. You just focus on yourself because you, their happiness is not your responsibility as is yours. It's like, do your work, they do their work. And if you can meet after that point and be happy within yourselves and be happy together, then it'll start doing what it needs to do. But before you even get to that point, you just need to focus on yourself. Um, really like, yeah, it's, it's, it's can be make or break. So it's important stuff and do the things that make you light up, start, start signing up to the things that you're like, okay, well, I'm unhappy within my relationship. What can I do to, you know, maybe I'll not make it about you guys as a relationship doing things together because if you're unhappy within yourself then it's not nothing's going to change within the relationship if you're happy within like you're happy and they're bringing you down get out (laughs) or give them the let them know say look I'm really trying really hard here to show up and and love life and be like I'm like why aren't why is this not working and if they can't see that or they're in denial or they just choose to they don't want to grow with you then like that's that's okay that's not on you though good advice yeah 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 well said okay the last love letter Mm -hmm. I would love to know your non-negotiable health tips Ooh, Mm, that's a good one yeah I yeah I feel like similar to what we talked about before um for me it's moving yeah I move some people's like and do you do like 10,000 steps a day um when I'm when that plate is in full focus when I'm spinning that plate I'm like okay that that's part of my little checklist that I'm like having my collagen every day I'm drinking three liters of water every day I'm doing my 10k steps like that can be a season in my life and I do feel like it makes a difference especially if you're working at a desk and Mm. things like that um it's just it's just science it's just like it helps you get ahead um with your overall what you're yeah what you're trying to achieve so um yeah it's like I dare say that I probably do that because of on the back of the amount of movement I do every day anyway because I just can't sit still so like I will always do a workout or go for a walk, some sort of movement every day. That is a non-negotiable for me. The probably the only time where I'm like haven't been moving to that extent in a day is if I'm extremely hungover, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Truth bomb. Which doesn't happen often but like, yeah, there'll be like, yeah, and that's the thing. It's not going to ruin your long-term health if you have a day where you're like, oh, gosh, I am going to just – sit with my feelings today and, and be miserable bag. yeah just <laughs> maccas for me oh yeah. maccas, thank you. um but I just yeah but for the most part like and yeah a good percentage of the time it's like whether it's um yeah 
morning walk, um, afternoon walk. If yeah, just getting that walk in. If I haven't had a chance to go to the gym, um, which is yeah, I generally like make time for the gym. And if and even when you know I've got the kids, like um, I got all the equipment um, before before they were old enough to be left. I you know got the gym sort like sorted out in my garage because I just knew that for me like it matters to move. And I think that's, you'll find most people like they just, we're not moving enough. So it's a non-negotiable for me, um, doing some sort of movement, um, because it doesn't, yeah. And it doesn't have to be strenuous. It doesn't have to be thrashing yourself. It's just, could be the fact that I'm going to a dance class because that releases, you know, it's, it's a healing property for me and it's, it's, it's ticking that box. It's all, whether it's like going and doing a group fitness class because then I get that dose of high-fiving humans Mm -hmm. at the end of the workout and feeling that camaraderie or it could be going and doing a team basketball you know like sport and and putting myself out there if it's something that's just like a new experience every day because that's that's me I'm I'm a new experiences girl I love I love putting myself in situations where I'm just like that's that's something new or that's like for the day even if it's just for the day it's like I didn't do that yesterday and like it's it's just feeling it's feeling the feels it's living it's like I just don't ever want to take that for granted so I feel like not moving like a whole day like you got a whole day like go just walk on the beach or go for like sniff the trees I don't know <laughs> like get out in nature like do something that you know your body's and mind's going to thank you for so it's yeah, pretty broad answer, but yeah, just for me, it's like I might not, you know, my nutrition might not be the ma- most amazing every day or whatever, and and that's okay. But for me, it's just like I'm I have to move and get that you know heart rate a little bit elevated and out, uh, just going because it makes me feel alive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all your love letters. Oh, oh I love them. Amazing. Okay. Um, I think we're going to go into words to live your week by. Words to live your week by. Some parting words. Um, and I also have a part B of today's segment because. <laughs> part B. Yeah, um, but words to live your week by. Today I am going to read another little poem of mine. It's called Creative Heart. Um, and I know this week's episode is about fun, but for me, um, to be creative is fun and, um, and, and the true essence of fun is just your heart being creative and free. So this is for all you lovely listeners to take away this week and hopefully, um, yeah, implement into your, into your lives this week. So here we go. To be free, to flow, to be open, to begin to be comfortable, to change and grow, to be confident, vulnerable, to be bright-eyed, wondrous, to be passionate and ever so curious of all the things to be. There's that. And I just, yeah, I just I just want you guys to just, um, I'd love to set the challenge if you've listened today and got, gotten this far and, and listened to us banter and dribble on about our love of fun, um, to just go, Set yourself the challenge this week. Um, you don't, no one's holding you accountable except yourself. Like if this has struck a chord and you've gone, you know what, I really want to go and I used to really love singing. I'm going to go sing in my room at the top of my lungs when no one's listening because I haven't done that for a long time. Just go and do that if it's, you know, I really used to love watercolor painting and I would have no idea where to start. Like go in, go to your cheap shop and get a watercolor paint set and just fill a page. Um, if you haven't played a sport for a really long time, just call up a mate that you might know that oh, you're on that team. Like, can I come join you or, or just, yeah, just pick up where you left off Um and set yourself the challenge. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be really small, but just start that conversation with yourself and see what can happen from it. Because for me, it was such a such a life-changing tool, um, finding the fun in my life again and giving myself permission to, to be that little girl that um, knew so easily how to find peace. Um, yeah, lean into that and see see where it ends up and let me know if you want to um I'm always keen to hear of growth and love and so yeah always 
always keen to hear if, if what we're sort of putting out here is making a difference. So yeah, let me know. But that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. The next couple of episodes, we're really guest heavy. So it's nice to um, have a bit of fun <laughs> with um, this week's episode. And um, yeah, can't wait for next week's episode and to talk to our next guests. Um, it'll be a really good one. So thanks for listening. Bye. I don't want just anybody. Let me